Hey, all you Thimkies, Thimkos, and Thimkers out there. Uh, before we start the episode, I want to give a special shout-out to our new patron, our new official Thimko, Tatum Powell, who finally helped us surpass our $15 a month goal. Thank you, Tatum. And uh, if you want to join her and the uh, handful of others that have uh, subscribed and are supporting the podcast, uh, check it out at patreon.com slash themk. And if you don't know how to spell that, well, listen to this. You're listening to Themk. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. I'm your host, Nicholas Rue. And uh, with me, I have co-host slash host slash Paul Vine. <laughs> my title is just my name. I'm like a Pokemon now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And Harold, the engineer. Hello. Um, this is episode 36. And uh, <laughs> where do we want to start it? I don't know. Um, I'm going to try and teach today. I know you want to try to teach. We should do the one thing that I want to talk about. We should do right before we go. And mm-hmm. I guess your topic, because I think they're somewhat related. Yes. Um. Pepperoncino, yeah, pepperoncini. Uh, what Pe- pepperoncini? <laughs> Pepe, you know the that's what slattery. John, John, John Slattery. What's the, what's Papa John's name? I do. I do. What's John? His, John what though? John 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 Pizzas. Po, his name's po, not John Pizzas. Popojijo. Popojijo. John. I, I don't, it's like schnurdery. Schnur. It's definitely an S name. This is a you're listening to theme. <laughs> we struggled. What were you gonna say about fucking Papa John? Oh, well, I, I figure out his name. I really wanted to talk about the fact that like, I guess it just came out in the last week that he used the N word during a conference call, mm-hmm. um, which is bad. Like that's not funny. Oh yeah. Um, it's maybe a little funny that of course this piece of shit that like claimed that his pizza stopped Schnatter. selling. What John Schnatter. Schnatter? Schnatter. S-C-H-N-A-T-T-E-R. Schnatter. Yeah, I, no wonder he doesn't go by that. Because it's a bad <laughs> last name. Down. But he, the same, the, the guy who blamed the NFL players kneeling um, for nobody buying his pizzas, of course that guy's going to use the N-word during a yeah. conference call. Like, saw it coming from a mile away. And the, he has a giant house and, like, is terrible to his employees. <laughs> yeah. They but, like wouldn't. What was it? Once the healthcare bill passed, oh yeah, they, they wouldn't they work knocked, anyone full time. Yeah, everyone. well, they knocked everybody down like to like twenty nine and a half hours because yeah. thirty was the cutoff. Um. So yeah, huge garbage man. <laughs> However, one of the things that has okay co- pizza, it's a, it's not, it's not bad. It's not the worst. No. I, here's what I'll give. Them. That's old Domino's. It's better than La Rosa or Donato's. Yeah. No, old Domino's, right? Yeah, old Domino's is bad. That was fucking shit. And they, but they were like, yeah, Where's we John understand Domino? it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> but I will give Papa John's. He does understand that his pizza is bad, which is why he gives you just like the garlic butter to just cover yeah. the pizza in to make it taste like, just like edible fat soup. Yes, that stuff is great. One time for uh, Christmas, my dad, we got my dad garlic butter. My mom had like a fun idea to get my dad like a crate of garlic butter, and. I'm sorry, a, ham- a what of? Uh, it, she went in to get some garlic butter. 
and, and she, she came out like, with all the garlic butter. She was like, yeah. She went and she's like, I want to get my husband uh, like garlic butter for Christmas, and like that's a great idea. And she's like, I'll pay you. And then um, she walked out with just like a, a crate of garlic butter, like two feet, two feet from, long, a foot high. A from foot Papa deep. John's. From Papa John's. Like she just went into a Papa John's. Clearly it was like, what happened is that the minimum wage employee who hated their job was like, I'm going to pocket that $10. Oh, absolutely. Here's all the garlic butter. <laughs> yeah, for real. And my dad kept in the garage and like, ugh. <laughs> I can't think of things on this earth that I hate more than just like the thought <laughs> of like hot in the garlic. garage. <laughs> like hot. Just It was winter. Okay. It was that's, the fall. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, it would be Christmas. That yeah. makes sense. And then, uh. Well, his birthday is, yeah, it was his birthday in October. But okay, still. That's, yeah, it was fall. Less bad. And, uh, yeah, he, but I, if it's I don't anything think like, he ever finished it and it went bad because it was so much fucking garlic butter. The, yeah. after, like, the great thing about garlic butter is it's not always around. So like every now and then when you do want it, you're like, I fucking love this. Yeah. But if you have garlic butter at the ready, oh, you're going to get sick of it and like re-examine your life after you pour <laughs> you, garlic you're butter not on only a salad because you think it. that's a good idea. You're going to get a disease. There's no way there, there has You're to be get garlic butt. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, a good Yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, what <laughs> was that all we were going to say? Oh, no, no. I wanted to bring up that. So the, the Louisville Cardinal Stadium is named after Papa John's. Is it Papa John Stadium? I think so. That's his last name. Stadium. stadium. <laughs> Papa John Stadium. Um, but they said that they were going to rename the stadium because of this whole debacle. And I think Kyle was the one who pointed out to me, but there was a headline where somebody clearly did not. They either did this on purpose and it was good, or they did this on accident and it's still good. But it's just like <laughs> either way, it's good. Uh, Louisville, city of Louisville, to look at renaming Papa John Stadium after racial slur, <laughs> <laughs> which like. Is definitely either somebody made a mistake in like yeah. the, the copy editing part of that, or somebody saw it and was just like, "This is good." If you were going to rename it after a racial slur, which one would you rename it after? One of the Dutch ones that we talked about <laughs> one time, because um, I feel like any of the the bad ones, like it's still well, there's still bad. some bad ones. Yeah, what was the Dutch one? I might know. Oh. Uh, there were a lot of them. There, yeah, and there were just a, a lot couple of were, were just variations on things I already don't want to say. Gotcha. Yeah, they're bad. Uh, do you think, do you know one? Yeah, I, I keep that locked it, up. Yeah. Keep that locked up. Just so we know, we all know. Yeah, yeah. different ones. Um, I know you know that I'm not saying a slur. And if anyone I don't know wants to complain about us not. Using slurs or, or coming, I don't close. <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to complain about us not coming, um, John Kasich. John Kasich. We're really pushing for someone. We would like a screenshot of. Yeah, that would be great. Of like a letter you or email <laughs> to John Kasich's office. Because we have yet to receive any correspondence yeah. from them saying. I'm waiting for, for John Kasich's people to reach out to us. Yeah, to like send us a cease and desist. I don't know if that's what you would send at this point, but like a like please stop doing what you're doing. So if someone, if, if everyone out there really could um, pick something that they don't like about the podcast, such as, for example, the fact that Paul doesn't think it's good and constantly says that he doesn't think I, it's good, which is a real complaint. That is a real complaint. I'm sorry. Paul has received. I, I'm doing. This is my struggle session right now. 
for me to to come to terms with the fact that like the podcast is good. So if everyone could just kind of send, uh, you know, John Kasich a tweet, an email, a handwritten letter, an Instagram comment saying Paul's bad. Uh, well, here's what you should. Paul's good. What? No, the, it's not about me. The podcast. Do you want to say uh, the, the podcast? Pod- oh, yeah. Now, what you definitely shouldn't do is to write your complaints onto a piece of paper, wrap that around like a brick or a rock, mm-hmm. and throw that at John Kasich's house, because that would be illegal. So don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. Um, I don't know where John Kasich lives. In Ohio. He ha- legally, he legally, has to, he right? Has to. So I'm you can't sure. be governor of a city or a state that you don't live in, correct? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked too deeply into <laughs> what it takes to be governor. Because Arnold became governor of California, and he's not American. Because no. you can become governor, at least in certain states. You can become governor in certain states. In almost every state, you can become a governor. That's damn. That's true. It, it is like that. <laughs> um, okay. So... What do you want to talk about? I guess, uh, you know, we had that Kingdom Hearts episode, and it was a very good episode, and uh, we had a guest on for that, and you guys nerded out, and you got all geeky about your goth, uh, big-panted fantasy, Final Fantasy boys and girls, and... Zippers. Goth Mickey, and Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Hercules Goofy. Wizard Donald... Right, he is the wizard. Yeah, it's Donald Goofy's the wizard. Soldier. Goofy was a soldier. Yeah, you got it. So I want... you re-listened to the episode right before this, didn't you? Uh, no, I actually learned from that. You know, amazing theme. It's it's a combination of comedy and learning, and that it's the worst of both. Uh, I want to talk about. I want to jock it up, sport out, bro it up. I've, I've I haven't taught in a while, and I'm a little nervous about it. I'm getting sweaty, and not just because uh, we have it's to turn off the AC and degrees it's super outside. fucking hot outside. <laughs> Impossible. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and you know talk about you're uh, gonna try to talk about uh, Charlie Hustle, old uh, Peter Peter Rose. Who who's Charlie Hustle? Uh, sorry, I meant to say Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose. Yeah. He's also bad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that <laughs> famous that? Cincinnati baseball player Charlie Rose. Yeah. The hit king, Charles Rose. Chuck Chucky runs. Chucky runs. Old Chuck old Chuck runs. Um so what do you know about Pete Rose? I know that he is not in the Hall of Fame. He's not in the Hall of Fame. And he'll never get in. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, probably not. And but, but he is he's he's, you know, banned from baseball, which we'll get into. Uh, he is in the Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not real. No. <laughs> it's not official. Uh, I really, honestly, the only thing I know about Pete Rose is that his last name and his first name have the same number of letters. Ooh, that's true. And you that, know his birth name was Peter, right? No. No. Is his last name actually Rose? Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like a stage name. No. That's just what some people are named. Okay. There's is Peter Edward Rose, Senior. Because his son, I guess, is named Pete Rose Junior. Okay, that makes sense. Who also played baseball for like twelve years. Be weird if his dad was named Pete Rose Junior, (laughs) and he was Pete Rose Senior. (laughs) No one ever does that. They should. People really should get. We should get Lot Wilder 
I was thinking about this the other day because I was talking about the like Icelandic naming. Yeah, tradition. I don't know anything about that. Where they like, you know, if your name, well, but that's her first name, mm-hmm. and that's what you would call her. You wouldn't call her like Miss or Mrs. Whatever, because like everybody's last name is very similar because it's literally like it's either patronymic or matronymic. Mm-hmm. Where like if your dad is Olafur, your last name would be Olafurson, which is like son of Olafur. Mm-hmm. Or uh, yeah, I figured that part out. Or or daughter. So like Olafur daughter. What's that one? Daughter. It's like D O T I R. With I think with the I has a you know more about this than I do Pete Rose. It's just, well, I just was talking. I was talking about this other because Iceland was in the World Cup, mm. which England they have soccer there. Yeah. Huh. They, oh, Iceland's the nice one. Yeah, Iceland's the one that's in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Greenland's the one that's shit. Well, there's like nothing there. Yeah, it's much shit. <laughs> so, but that's that that whole naming thing is cool. Anyway, we should we should bring that over here. Okay, so it's just that you call people by their first name? Yeah, well, it's just like, yeah. You, and you never say Miss or Mrs. or Mr.? They've, it's, there's some places where people have started to, like, westernize that. But, yeah. like, it's very much a, like a cultural, like, thing on Iceland. That's good. I think Mr. and Mrs. is stupid. I think everyone should get a like name. I just don't like respecting people that I don't know. Right, because they're probably going to yell at you that, like, their food's cold or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know? Just on average. I never want to say, like, hello, sir. Or, I'm sorry, ma'am. Just like, what's up, bud? Say it that way. What if their name's not Bud? Fuck them. Okay. So everyone in your world is just Bud now. Yeah, but That's good. That's, that's Does it sound offensive? To say Bud? Yeah. I mean, like, Chief is bad. I don't like whenever someone's like, hey, Chief. Well, yeah, that's because well, that one's kind of like... Racist. Yeah, or it's yeah. That I don't know how you get around that one. But Bud is like Buddy. Unless you're like a fire chief. Yeah, or like a police chief. Or like uh, yeah, that's the only yeah. They don't have any other chiefs. Hanker chief. Dunder chief. What? <laughs> yeah, like that ACDC song. You've been dunder chiefed. <laughs> Dirty deeds, dunder chief. <laughs> God. Cancel this podcast. So, Peter Edward Rose was born. Would you launch into the sun, or do you want to walk into the ocean? I'm going to launch. I'm going to launch myself into the ocean. So this is a, a whole new category. Um, did you know Peter Edward Rose mm-hmm. was born April fourteenth, nineteen forty one? So he's seventy eight. Yeah, no, yeah, 77. well, seventy seven. See, he's old. So this one's about making fun of an old man, but also, well, he he. We'll get into what he did. He's he know. knows what he did. He's a well, yeah. But also, just gonna preface this because I was researching it, and you know how you research something, you just read the entire Wikipedia page twice and then copy and paste sections so you know what to talk about later. Yeah. But um, it's great because uh, the way, way to give away our whole process. Nick. <laughs> now everybody out there is gonna be making their own knockoff <laughs> thinks. Damn it. It's like think, but with a T instead of an M. If so anyone does thick. <laughs> if anyone does make a knockoff thimk, I'm gonna go ahead and just say, call it thimk. Just call it thimk because everyone thinks it's called thimk. So just call it thimk. Thimk, thimk, thimk. How would you spell thimk? How T H I M K? Wait, how, what? I M K. 
That's what we. That's how we spell ours. Yeah, <laughs> but I know, I know. Everyone thinks it's Thimk. Oh, but it's Thimk. It's Thimk. Okay. So if you'd make a knockoff, thimk. just call it Thimk. thimk but spelled the same. Yeah. You may need to like capitalize a letter <laughs> to get around like stylization or whatever. We don't have lawyers. Wow, just really <laughs> just putting it out there, huh? Uh, shit. You're, you're just like, please take our money. <laughs> the Thimk bank account can be found at. <laughs> well, I never know which one's the account number or the routing number, but I'm pretty sure the account number is 03. <laughs> just kidding. We don't have a bank account. Did you know that... Um, Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Peter's Peter Rose. They're, uh Okay. So, uh, this is the last thing on the Wikipedia page. After researching everything. Oh, so we're skipping to the end. I just want to skip to the end because it's the kind of thing where I was like, all right, like, he's an interesting character. And then I find that um, he filed a defamation suit against an attorney after the attorney was on a radio show and alluded to the fact that Pete Rose had engaged in statutory rape. Uh there was a document saying that he had sexual relations with a minor in the 70s. And they reached an agreement out of court. Okay, so you're just going to go ahead and repeat that mm-hmm. onto our thing, which to some people might sound like it is a radio show. Mm-hmm. So that we could also be putting forth that information and then we'll also get sued by Mr. Pete Rose. Yeah, Pete Rose. Talk to John Kaser. Complain to John That's true. Kaser. That's all right, yeah. He's our lawyer. So just wanted to say that, you know. Get, get it, that it, out of the way. Yeah, mostly the fact that he filed a defamation suit against someone because they claimed that they had proof that he committed statutory rape in the 70s. Why has nobody ever filed a defamation dress? I, because those don't exist. He also files a lot of lawsuits. Like a lot of lawsuits. Oh, damn. So he's litigious. He's litigious. That's the right the word, right? Uh yeah. He's ticklicious. He's he's ticklish. <laughs> he's a little ticklish. He uh great baseball player. He was. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing that I did know about. Did he play only well, we'll get into it, but he he played for more than just the Reds, right? Yeah, he did. Um he's the all time major league baseball leader in hits at four thousand two hundred and fifty six in games played and at bats and singles outs he won three world series rings three batting titles one mvp award two gold gloves his first year of playing he got rookie of the year and he made 17 appearances at the all-star game that's not a big deal i've got like six dvd copies of rookie of the year so (laughs) get at me pete uh he and when he played the 17 different All-Star games, he played five different positions. So, he's great at baseball. What positions? Um, second baseman, left fielder, right fielder, third baseman, first baseman. So, he got all the bases in the outfield. Damn. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I played, like, first base and, like, left field. So, like, I wasn't good. I played, uh, I played right field just like Pete. Um, and when they you, tried to get me to play third base, and I was like, that sounds like more work. No, thank you. Yeah, when you play outfield in, like, high school, yeah. or really elementary school. Yeah, it was elementary school. Yeah, what, what, you're, what they're saying is, like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> we can't not let you play. I think, well, I was a good hitter, and then I was just not good for anything. Yeah. I, oh, I pitched a little bit, too. 
I never wanted to do that. It sounded like work. He was born. Pete Rose was born in... Uh, he was born. That's good. He was, <laughs> he, I, too, was he, he born. He came into existence at once in Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> okay. He's a local boy. In um, high school, he played baseball and football. Yeah. Uh, he... Okay. I like this. Um, his sophomore year, he tried out for the varsity team. He did not get on the varsity team. So he got depressed and his grades got bad. And then the teachers came to the administrators, came to his dad, and they were like, well, Pete's not doing so well in school. He either needs to like do summer school for a few months or repeat the grade. And his dad was like, he has to repeat the grade because when he does it this time, he'll be bigger than everyone else and better at sports. That's a classic move. That yeah. is a classic jock move is That's- to like get held back. So that you're like a 23-year-old mm-hmm. just like beating up an 8-year-old. That's a great bad dad move. Yeah. He, um, at 19, started playing for the class AA team sponsored by Frisch's Big Boy in Lebanon, oh. of Lebanon, Ohio. Yeah, Lebanon. And he played for the Dayton Amateur League. Ooh. When his uncle was a scout for the Reds. Um, the Reds had fucked up, and apparently there was like a bunch of really good prospects that they had that they passed on and went on to other teams. Yeah, they, and, went, and out to, they went out to the West Coast to get gold. <laughs> That's a prospector joke. Very nice. Yeah, Very good. 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 I'm paying attention. Yes, you are. This is the first time. I haven't seen you look at your phone yet. Um, the <laughs> In 1963... After, like, you know, they had signed him, but yeah, he was just on the bench. 22? Yeah. 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 Um, his... Dad. No, the second baseman for the Reds pulled a groin muscle, and Pete Rose played. Uh, it was his first year playing that he got the nickname Charlie Hustle. Why? Well, that's what I looked up. Um, uh, are you familiar with Whitey Ford? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, he was on the Yankees uh, with Mickey Mantle. So apparently they were playing a game as the Reds against the Yankees with Whitey Ford and Mickey Mantle. And so there are two stories, both of which from Mickey Mantle, saying that Whitey Ford gave him the nickname after he sprinted to first base after a walk, and after he tried to climb a fence to catch a home run from Mickey Mantle. Why Charlie, though? Did he just not know Dude, his I name? Dude, I don't know. It's like one of those like fucking 60s New York guys. It's just like, look at Charlie Hustle over here. Where yeah, just everyone true. was a parody I of themselves. I have Charlie Hustle in here. <laughs> and he liked it. Yeah, okay. That's like, you know, that's white. Well, a guy named Whitey Ford who's playing for the Yankees in the 60s is a cartoon character. Yeah. So, of course, it's like, like a trolley hustle well, over a, here. Th- there was like a... a tw- t- let's, let's do it. I'm going to reference Twitter. Uh, there, there's <laughs> yeah. a tweet somebody had the other day, and I wish I could remember who it was. But it, it was like basically about how in the early like 1900s, every rich person decided to form their own baseball team. Oh, really? <laughs> and all the players were named like... Flatfoot Jones or something. <laughs> like, they had like really bad names. Yeah, I guess Pete Rose was just too normal. Yeah, so they were just like, that's a no. Absolutely yeah, not. you did kind of have to have like a cool name if you're going to be 
Or maybe we only remember the old baseball I, players because they have the cool names. I mean, even like Babe Ruth or whatever. You that's know? an awesome name. That's just, that's, Is, was that was he born with that name? No, he was, his name was uh, George Wentz. <laughs> George Went. Yeah, <laughs> the guy who played Norm in Cheers. <laughs> Is that his son? <laughs> no idea. I his name's definitely not Babe. No. Like his babe, babe is definitely the nickname that he received from his mom when he was born. Maybe they didn't know what to name him, so they just called him Babe when well, he was a baby. But, but also and like, then they like, never think got of like gangsters, like 1900s gangsters, like yeah. Babyface Nelson. Like there was just some. There must have been like a period of time where everyone like was getting named things, and they all hated him. That's probably just what like old cops called him to piss him off. Do you think he picked the name Babyface? Yeah. Babyface, the producer, did. <laughs> yeah, but in reference to the old-timey bank robber. Mm. <laughs> no one has ever been called a babyface outside of the context of bank robbery. That's true. There's got the, there's this, the U2 song, Babyface, off of Zeropa. Which is about the old-timey bank robber. Is it? I, I've never listed Zuberopa. Zuperopa. Zuperopa. I don't listen to you two. Yeah. That's that's probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I mean, it's a. I had this conversation with friends the other day. You two is maybe my favorite band of all time, which is a thing that if you admit out loud, people want to fight you. <laughs> Just because like Bono's a shithead, and I can acknowledge that, and I agree. I groaned out loud multiple times when i saw them live like last year oh during the banter the banter the they did some silly thing where they were like this song is dedicated to all the women in our lives and it's like okay okay and they played a powerpoint that's just like angela davis and i'm like yeah emma goldman <laughs> hell yeah margaret thatcher wait what <laughs> hillary clinton condoleezza rice and i'm like you just googled fucking uh women girls uh what's her name from girls lena dunham lena dunham was on there oh my God. alongside like angela davis and so emma they goldman just spent time yeah, during somebody, the show yeah somebody googled girls and put together a quick powerpoint <laughs> So, like, that band is, you know. All right, I'm not missing out. P- politically, I, dis- I have some disagreements. So, Charlie Hustle. Yeah, let's uh, go back to talking about let's, let's Let me teach. Mr. Hustle. Um, so, apparently, the way they tell whether or not someone's good at hitting baseballs in baseball is that there's... Uh, a batting n- average. Yes, which is an, a numeral, a decimal point, and then three numbers. Yeah. Okay. His so, is 666. I, that would be amazing. That's unparalleled. He's a great batter, but that would be crazy. Yeah. It's like a robot. A, like a, a lifetime batting average yeah, of like... 666. Like two out of every three at-bats, you're hitting a, a, a <clears throat> single or at least or whatever. We should read a movie about like a demon that plays baseball. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's sure. like Air Bud, but instead of football, it's baseball. <laughs> instead of a, a dog, like, it's a demon. Yeah, and they're just like, a demon can't play baseball. And the hump comes out. It's like, there's nothing in the rule book. It's like, it, I'm going to use I'm gonna use that line in every episode of Thame from here until the end of time. Wait, what line? There's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play baseball. Because this is like literally the third episode in a row where I think I've said that. That's just like an end joke for you. Um, like if you don't do it, you're not okay. 
Yeah. I but, think so. The plot of it should be about a child who doesn't want to go to their like little league game, and so they summon a demon to play, to play for them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can we work in a dad that is uh, too busy to be with his son? Because that way it's like a 90s throwback. Yeah, is there any other kind of dad in a 90s throwback movie? Unless he's Santa Claus. I mean, man, I just think of the scene from the movie, the the seminal classic Little Giants featuring Rick Moranis. Um, where the, the one kid's whole thing is like his dad went away on vacation. Mm-hmm. And he's just depressed. So they like the, his mom's like, you should play football. It'll be good for you. And then in the one game, his dad shows up at like the other end of the field, getting out of a taxi cab. I'm tearing up just thinking yeah. about this scene. Um, and wow, you're really and, and like and like Rick, just one Rick, single tear. Yeah, Rick Moranis' uh, character or like his like love interest or whatever sees that guy get out, and she goes and like points it out to Rick Moranis, and he's like. All right, give the ball to Johnny. And they're like, Who's J- Johnny? Johnny's the kid. Oh, and, okay. and they're like, Johnny? And they're like, yeah, give the ball to Johnny. They give it to Johnny. And Johnny's just like runs up to the sideline. He's like, I don't know what to fucking do. It's like, I don't, I'm not good at this sport. And he just like points and he sees his dad and he's just like, Dad? Dad! And he just sprints towards his dad, dodging everybody trying to tackle him because he's like so excited that his dad is back from work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is that he's good at football. Yeah, that's like a quintessential '90s movie moment. That's beautiful. I love that film. Um, I, there's probably a lot of bad shit in that film, but on the have you ever seen the movie uh, Radio? Yes, with um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yes, mm-hmm. have you ever seen the seen movie it. Rudy? Yeah, with Sean somehow, Astin. Yep. Somehow in my brain, I got basically both of those flip flopped. And I thought the end of radio was that they give radio the ball and he wins the game. Okay. That's better than what how I thought the movie Rudy ended, which was that he died. <laughs> I have no idea where I got that thought from where like I had this in for whatever reason in my head and I thought that Rudy was like this small, like wimpy kid that like they like basically let onto the team because it, they felt bad for him, and then they put him in in the final game, and he gets killed. That's that's, that's the beginning of not another teen movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so they put in the wimpy kid, and they're like, "You can do it." And and they're like, "Football." The quarterback is played by the fucking guy who plays Captain America now. Oh, uh, Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans, and he's like, "It's like get in there." And because uh, he like hurts himself or something, and he's watching from the bench, and the like wimpy guy runs and he gets out torn there, and, yeah, and he gets <laughs> torn. <down. laughs> now maybe there's a movie that none of us have seen that that is referencing, but <laughs> yeah, so maybe my my dumb brain just like saw that and then heard about the movie Rudy, and was just like, this is probably how Rudy ended. How does Rudy end? Are you they they win the game? I think they win the game, and then he dies. No, I don't think he dies. I'm pretty sure he doesn't die. He, like, die. weakened at Bernie's his corpse into the <laughs> touchdown. Right? Okay, okay. Another movie where the star player <laughs> dies, and so two other players have to, like, pretend that he's still alive by carrying around. Weirdly enough, in 1965, Pete Rose did exactly that. <laughs> No, uh, he, he won. He hit a point two seven three, which is pretty good, and he got National League Rookie of the Year. Seventeen out of twenty votes. You know that's a majority. Uh. How many? Uh, uh, how many votes are there? Twenty. 
Oh, 17 out of 20. 17 out of 20. Oh, I yeah. thought you said 1,720 <laughs> votes. And I'm just like, that's, that's a lot of votes. Yeah, way too many people. <laughs> Did people get confused? They thought they were voting for the president. They wrote in Pete Rose. They were just like, yeah, dude. He's good at hitting balls. Why not uh, handle the mid-60s politically? That was a rough time. It was. They probably, I bet at least 10 people thought, like, I bet Pete Rose could solve the civil rights movement. Um, I think there are people today who still believe that. That's true. They probably, People get weird about Pete Rose and Cincinnati. They love him. They all live in Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, I'll, I'll get there. You'll get to Hamilton? No. He was in the Army Reserves during baseball. He went to Fort Knox. And then he went to... Uh, Wait, he went to, like, Fort Knox the... Six months. And then came back, and then six years uh, in the engineering battalion at Fort Thomas, Kentucky. I'm sorry, he was stationed at Fort Knox. Yeah. Okay. Because I went Assigned to Fort. To. I went to Fort Knox. And, you and I'm there not for six months. And right? I wasn't like in the army. Re- I mean, to be fair, I didn't go. He was in the army reserves while he played baseball. Yeah, and, and then he went to. And you said he Fort went to Fort Knox, which made it sound like he went on vacation. <laughs> no, like he was, he was just assigned like, to Fort Knox for okay. active duty. Followed by six years of regular attendance with the 478th Engineering Battalion, USAR unit at Fort Thomas, Kentucky. He's a platoon guide, did basic training, got married to a woman named Carolyn, spelled with a K. Interesting. Different. Um, He was also the company cook, and he would come in early so he could leave early for baseball. That's a classic move. Mm -hmm. And then, late in 64, he got shitty. He got bad at hitting. Oh no! Did he have the? Y- yep, yep. He yep. got he got a a point two six nine batting average. So it's literally point oh oh four less than the one that you said was. Good I know, at. but it wasn't good enough for Charlie Hustle. So he played for the Venezuelan Winter League. Okay. During the off season in sixty four and sixty five. And when he came back, he led the league in hits and at bats and finished six. That sounds like in the a CIA MVP thing. That sounds yeah. like Operation Condor <laughs> sent, in, sent into Venezuela to like destabilize the government down there. With Leon del Leon Leon del uh, Car- Caracas Caracas Caracas. That's what the the, the capital of Venezuela oh. is. I either named after him or he just shares a name. I believe the capital of Venezuela is Caracas. He's probably not named after a... Oh, no, that's the... Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he got better, and he finished that season with 200-plus hits and a three a point three twelve batting average. Can you just say three twelve? No, I'm, I have to include the point. Okay. Why don't they just say three twelve? That Man, <laughs> you want to call up the commissioner? Bud Selig? Jim Gordon... <laughs> Gary Oldman. Gary Gary Oldman. I don't know, man. Anyway, I, he got real good at hitting. 68, 22-game hitting streak. Mixed three weeks because he broke his thumb. Then had a 19-game hit streak. All he did was oh, hit. He, he missed a game because he broke his thumb? He broke his That's thumb. That's cute. Cal Ripken. He missed three weeks of games. Words. What did Cal Ripken do? Cal Ripken like broke also, every... Also, who's Cal Ripken? Cal Ripken Jr. broke like every bone in his body, and he didn't miss a game for like... 300 years everybody <laughs> yes he didn't miss a game for 300 years yes, it's wild he's oh that's longer than baseball's existed yeah he's he's been around since the dawn of time playing baseball 
He's, Cal Ripken, most, who invented baseball. Yeah, the, most of them were pickup games. All right, and this, you know, it's pretty easy to win a game against a dinosaur. They don't know how to play, but anyway, Cal Ripken. That's <laughs> the only thing I know. That's okay. the only thing I know about Cal Ripken is that he like. Wait, you longest... just said 300 years, then you said since the beginning of time. Do you think that yeah. time began 300 years ago? Yeah. When were dinosaurs then on that timeline? Like some, like 285. <laughs> <laughs> it took a couple years for him to get going. Okay. I can't argue with that. That's airtight. Uh, you know what wasn't airtight? <laughs> the dinosaurs. I don't know. They all drowned. <laughs> and... Okay. I was I was really just trying to fill up the space with words so that I could open this beer. Oh, well, yeah, instead of just the sound of letting me teach. Yeah. Um <clears throat> 69 best offensive season. Hit a career high in How back. offensive? Um he said a lot of racial slurs. <laughs> okay. Like he probably did from what I know oh, about. No. <laughs> it's the 60s, right? Yeah. yeah. He definitely did. Uh he said a career high in batting. Tied his career best 16 homers. He was the leadoff man and the team's catalyst. Here's rapping 218 hits, walking 88 times, and pacing the league in runs with 120. What was his slug percentage? Oh, he slugged 512. By wait, far the highest mark of his wait, long Wait, really? Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't know what a slug is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know in any of this. The is. thing about baseball, like, we could get like a whole episode. We'll get um, the... Who's the political man? Nathan Silver. We get him to come <laughs> Is on. Is that the guy with all the decimal points? Yeah. He, percentages? Yeah, get him to come statistics. on and talk about... Because that's where he got his start was like baseball statistics. Because they're inscrutable. You just... They literally... You you like invent a new one and you'll make thousands of dollars. You just got to come up with a new baseball yeah, statistic. Yeah, like you, you like prove that like if you... I don't know. Take 15 different like decimal points and divide them by each other. And prove that it's an indicator of like how good somebody is. People will love it. Uh, what? I don't know. Moneyball. Yeah, Moneyball. It's yeah. basically Moneyball it's with money Jonah ball. Hill. Jonah Hill was Nate Silver. Speaking of Moneyball, let's take an ad break, and then I'll come back with uh, you know, no more statistics. I'm yeah. not saying any more numbers. You yeah. get it. He's Num- good at baseball. Numbers are bad. And we got to talk about how, how he's not uh, uh, yeah, how, a great guy. How he did the bad thing. He did the bad thing. Murder. Not uh, in the first. You got to stay tuned to find out who Pete Rose killed if he killed someone. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, sorry. We talked about this already. He's litigious. We really got to really get lawyers. Yeah, we got <laughs> a lawyer. We got a lawyer. Up. You know a lawyer. What? We'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. We'll be back. Bye-bye. Hey, do you like doing crimes? It's nice, us too. Uh, we should get together sometime and maybe do some crimes together. There's a bunch of people here and they all want to be a friend if you like doing crimes. Uh, you can contact us at, uh, not 911. How about you just, uh, you can message the, uh, Thimp, uh, Twitter account at Thimp the Podcast and, uh, you know, we'll be in touch. We got some, uh, crime-loving people that would love to talk to you that are not cops. And uh, definitely not Canadian based on this accent. Uh, do you like doing crimes? Us too. Uh, how about uh, you'd like to get together with some crime-loving folks and uh, do some crimes? You can uh, 
Don't contact us at uh, not nine one one. You can just message through the uh, theme Twitter c account. What is this? Is an Irish accent now? Do you like doing crimes? God, okay. I I'm not gonna get it today. Uh, you get the joke, right? It's all right. It's like a Mister Big Thing. Keep listening. Thanks. Sign up for the Patreon. Bye. And we're back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wake me up. So, top five. Okay, do you think Little Caesar from Little Caesars is uh, more or less racist than Papa John's? As we established a couple episodes ago, mm -hmm. you can always do an Italian accent. So, Little Caesars <laughs> is fine. No, I mean, I mean that character. Oh, that little cartoon. That guy little is Caesar. that guy. Racist? Is that guy racist? Oh. I say yeah. He's like an old. Yeah, Roman. Roman. Uh, well, so the 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 difficulty. Wow, this is about to get serious. The difficulty <laughs> with subscribing modern concepts of racism to ancient societies, especially like like Rome and Greece, is that they had a very fundamentally different outlook on some of that stuff. Yes, um, but yeah, he's probably racist. I hope that's naked. A Bendicott. Pause it. What? What are you doing? Tarzan? I don't know Tarzan. I want to know. Tell, can you show Tell Joe me? to stay in his episode. I want to know about these strangers like me. Tell me. I was so pissed that they didn't have that at karaoke the other night. I'm just... The, the Phil Collins Tarzan soundtrack? Did you know slaps. the Houston Astros used to be known as the Houston Colt 45s? Are you not going to talk about Little Caesar anymore? Are we moving uh, on? You started singing Tarzan, <laughs> so I assumed we were fucking done with that train of thought. Anyway, guess what? Pete Rose was good at baseball. Uh, We've covered he this. He played in the All-Star game uh, against a bunch of other really good baseball people. And he was the one that... You know how he like, a dove? You ever see that famous picture of Pete Rose just, like diving home? Mm -hmm. Pete Rose like being a little dramatic. And um, he barreled into Cleveland Indians catcher Ray Fossey, fractured and separated his shoulder, which Ray went undiagnosed shoulder? for a year. How do you break your shoulder? Like and he was never as good at baseball after that. So Pete Rose just ruined someone's career in the All-Star game. Oh, and Pete, Pete Rose, Rose had to miss three games because he had a bruised knee. Okay, so Pete Rose didn't break his shoulder. He no, broke the other guy's shoulder. Pete Rose broke another guy's Man, shoulder. Man, that's bad. That's not good. Oh, it's going to get worse. Um, so Pete Rose is good at baseball. They had the big red machine, which was when there was Johnny Bench, Joe Morgan, Tony Perez, and the Reds were just like great Wait, at Tom everything. Perez? Tony Perez. Who's Tom Perez? Tom Perez is the like, DNC chairman. Moving? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh he got the, what is it, after they were great, 1976, he got the Hickok belt as the top professional athlete of the year, Sports Illustrated Magazine Sportsman of the Year. Um, he hit, he had a 44-game hitting streak in 1978, he got his 3,000th hit, uh, and then... Wait, when was the Big Red Machine? Uh, the actual years of the Big Red Machine, uh, it was in the 70s. I don't know. What was, what was the 90s one? I thought there was something like the 98, 90, 89, 88, 89, 90. 
I thought the Reds were really good at it. Seventy to seventy nine was the big red machine. What was the? Is there another period where the base the baseball boys were good? Uh, yeah, totally. I don't know what it was. All right. This is where we should have phone. Just call Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff would know. But if we have also, Jeff, sorry, on- Jeff. I just want to apologize because I feel like he probably has opinions on this that I'm just uh, blowing past. Anyway, yeah, he hit a whole bunch of balls. Uh, don't don't we all? <laughs> yeah, hit or have? What hit? How many balls do you have? I have the normal amount. <laughs> okay, he went to the Phillies because the Phillies weren't doing well, and then uh, or no, they were doing great, and they thought he was great, and then he didn't do well. Okay, he like immediately had the worst season of his career. And he had signed a longer-term contract, but they were like, all right, you can go to the Montreal. Do you Hackers think it's Post. because he was scared of the Philly fanatic? <laughs> yeah. Because if I had to play baseball for the Phillies, and I had to look at that monstrosity anytime I was up there at the... the That's actually the first part play? of the contract, is that you have to make eye contact <laughs> with the Philly fanatic while at bat. Yeah. You can't watch the ball. Um, yeah, that's th- that's everything so I know about the Phillies. Well, he went to the Montreal Expos. He uh, then he was there for one year in nineteen eighty four. The book in the book, he Pete Rose he came main. back to the Reds, and uh, he got better. He went from having a two fifty eight average to three sixty five. Is it something about the water in Cincinnati that made Pete Rose good at baseball? Um, but it's probably the cocaine. That was better in Cincinnati than Montreal at the time. Um, but so the big thing, the big, the first big thing, and then we're gonna get into the it all. It's all downhill from here. This right. is the big thing. So when I Pete's say, big thing, <laughs> the big red machine was named after his penis. Um, <laughs> When I say September 11th, what do you think? I think the 1973 Chili Coup with Salvador Allende. Oh, Chile? Chile. Okay. No. Where where Pinochet came to power. Ah, no, no Pinochet here. Harold, what do you think of about September 11th? Do you remember... Nothing comes to mind? No. Okay, what about date, right? what about when I say September eleventh, nineteen eighty five? Uh the release of no, it came out that year, but it, Back to the Future. No. It's the day the Pete Rose broke Ty Cobb's all time hit record. Never when forget. he got the hit number four thousand one hundred and ninety two. Which was uh, cause for people to be happy. Because fuck Ty Cobb. He's dead. Pete Rose wasn't. So, if, case, because I, I feel like that's important. There's a visual aspect of this. Nick does have a poster of a naked Pete Rose that says <laughs> The Hit 4192 <laughs> hanging in his apartment that he pointed to. Um, so, just let that stew in your brain. And then we'll talk about the, the bad stuff. Have you actually seen there's a photo of um, an advertisement for, I think it was Sports Illustrated, I forget what it was for, but it's a bunch of uh, athletes without their uniforms, and there's one of just like 
Pete Rose wearing like patterned briefs and just like he's got because he always had that like dumb kind of bowl cut mm-hmm. and he's just like got that gap in the bowl cut and he's holding two baseball bats with weights on them just like mostly naked it's good that's probably going to be the cover photo <laughs> for this that's good yeah um so he did that he got the hit he got the hit and did he get more hits yeah he got more hits okay um when he fun- I told you how many hits he had at the beginning. Yeah, I don't remember that. That was numbers. I thought you said there weren't going to be any more numbers. These, this is the last number. Anyway, so in 2000... So he's great. You know, he got all the hits. Um, in 2010, clearly Deadspin all the hits. reported that Rose used cork bats during his 1985 Pursuit of Cobb's record. Two memorabilia collectors who owned Rose's game-used bats from that season had the bat- bats x-rayed and found telltale signs of corking. Rose had previously denied using cork bats. So that's... He got the big thing, but also he's bad. Um, he retired. Why cork? I fucking don't know. I didn't look up corking. Probably because it's lighter. So you get a better... I don't think it's... Mm, it might be. You get a better swing. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. We can... This is... We need to bring on an expert. We need a baseball expert. We need an expert. Yeah, it's, yeah it's just because it's lighter. It gives them a quicker swing and may improve the hitter's timing. Okay. So when he came back that time, when he got the hit, he was a player manager. They like fired the manager he was playing, and he was the man- right. or they let the manager go. So after that, he retired as the player. They retired his number fourteen, and um, he had a lifetime batting average of three hundred three. That's not bad. It's pretty good. I mean, he was a manager from eighty four until eighty nine. In eighty eight, oh, he's sorry. He got um. He was the fifth best manager of all time. And they what? got uh, hit wins losses. Uh-huh. And, he, yeah, and uh, he got four second place finishes in the NL West division during his time as manager. Man, remember, that was a wild time when the Reds could even conceive of finishing. Yeah, this was the era with Pete Rose when the Reds were actually good. Uh, but he was bad. In 1980, I mean, yeah, whatever, I'll say it. He might sue us. Uh, in 1980, that'll bring some, you know, we'll be on WCPL. <laughs> Pete Rose is local guys? Local local dudes. Local podcasters. Yeah, in quotation marks. Um, he got, in April 30th, 1988, he got suspended for 30 days because he got into a fight with an umpire. Just like an alcoholic dad at a Little League game, he wouldn't take that call. <laughs> and he pushed the, um, the umpire. He pushed the umpire. And uh, he like scratch wound up scratching the guy's eye, and then Pete Rose said, "I didn't do that. He did it himself." <laughs> he went back to the clubhouse and then did it. So it like yeah, you know that thing that people do to like win an argument yeah. is to scratch <laughs> their own cornea. <laughs> you know, he could, he could throw himself down some stairs or whatever, but no, he's gonna take like a screwdriver to his eyeball. Um, the once he got ejected, Cincinnati fans were upset, and they started throwing cigarette lighters, beer cans, radios uh, on the field, on the field yeah. until the owner at the time, Marge Shot, had she post a posted a message on like the, the electronic billboard, just like please stop. 
<laughs> just begging people to stop. And uh, he came back after 30 days, retired later. Um, when did the bad stuff happen? The bad stuff happened, it was in February 89. Was when they first mentioned him betting on baseball. So basically... He wasn't playing at that time. He though. wasn't playing. He was the manager. Okay. So, so basically the whole thing with Pete Rose betting on baseball is the idea that at, when he was manager, he bet on basically every game. He always said that he never... At first, he denied it. For a long time, he denied it. Right. And... Um, As you would when you were doing something that is illegal. He even, like... He even filed a lawsuit uh, against the commissioner saying they'd prejudged the case and not given him a fair hearing. Because they, like, found immediate evidence that he had bet on baseball. And that he had made bets a minimum of ten grand. The thing he always said was that when he finally admitted it in like the book he wrote way later was if that I, if I had done it, <laughs> this is how. Now he said he never bet against the Reds; that he always bet for his team. I love the like brazen fucking dumb cockiness of that. Also, apparently, it said so the two things I read was that it said he would actually just he wouldn't he would never bet against the team. But sometimes, if there was like a certain pitcher he didn't like, he wouldn't bet that day. Yeah. He just wouldn't bet. But then they found out that the pitcher that he didn't like, he also bet on those days. So Pete Rose was just apparently betting somewhere. Others said that he, he, he bet 2000 a day on it. But what they found was at least 10000 And because of that, they won't let him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. The official Hall of Fame. because Which really gets to what this whole episode should be about, which is that gambling is bad. Gambling is bad. Nobody has fun... Well, yeah, nobody has fun gambling. You do it because you have like a physiological desire to gamble. It's fun when you win. That's the thing that keeps bringing people back. Yeah, it's you not never no win. one has fun gambling. No, you never people win. People have fun winning. You do win sometimes. Yeah, if you want to have fun winning, go play Pogs or whatever. Don't play Pogs. Or, you know, Tiddlywinks. Yeah, Tiddlywinks is good. Yahtzee. But, but, I mean, if you're playing Tiddlywinks, why don't you put some money down on it? All right, see, now we're back at the beginning. We're yeah. back, back to square See, one. once you get into gambling, you can't stop. Um, He's probably never going to be able to get in the Hall of Fame. even though This he... reminds me of a, a classic Bono line, which is oh, that every you. gambler knows that to lose is what you're really there for. Okay, well. I thought you One s- of the not Stop, awful... don't quote you too. <laughs> you can't stop You me. gotta know when to hold them. <laughs> that's a different, that's a different <laughs> artist. That's it's a di- also about gambling. Yeah, it is. That's a better song about gambling. What about the... Nope. I don't know any other songs about gambling. Well, I'm sure Pete Rose does. So, yeah, he finally wrote a book after years of that. There was a new commissioner. They thought maybe they reevaluate it. They're not going to. Yeah. He's, um, you know, as a means of compensation, they inducted <coughs> him into the Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame. He has also, also been um, inducted into the 
WWE Hall of Fame class of 2004. Did he play the WWE? Ring. He was a guest ring announcer. Oh, uh, that's not. Um, whatever. Have in a match between Kane and The Undertaker. Mm. Uh, so I wasn't far off with my Undertaker. Thing. Yeah, where he took a tombstone pile driver from Kane. Hell yeah. Is that is there a video of that? Can we watch that? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Yes. He dresses... Oh, it, a year later, for I, revenge, he dresses as the San Diego chicken and attacks Kane, only to take another pile driver. The thing about being a celebrity taking like a tombstone pile driver... Or uh, uh, the Stone Cold Stunner. He also, in 2002, was chokeslammed by Kane. Nice. The thing is, is that celebrities generally don't know how to sell those moves. So that yeah. it, it's always the best people to watch that move mm-hmm. being done on them. Because, like, you know, in an actual wrestling match, if somebody gets Stone Cold stunned, you're like, damn, they got fucked up. But when, like, Pete Rose gets Tombstone pile-drived... Yeah. Pile driven? It's not good. It's, yeah. Well, and apparently, Kane, it's the big rivalry is that Kane, I mean, it's not even a rivalry because it's not like fucking Pete Rose is going to do any damage to Kane unless they give him a baseball bat, which they should. But Bud Selig will show up and then say, you're banned from baseball because that's what it means. He can't ever play baseball again. Yeah, and. and Or hold a baseball. Literally using a a stick. To swing at anything that's spherical constitutes baseball. He'll get sued by the commissioner. You know, he does do commentary for Fox Sports now. You will see him dressed in, like, a suit and just red. He's just puffy and red, always. Because he's 77. He had his day being a... You think 77 makes people puffy and red? Can you show me a good 77-year-old? I think William Shatner? He's still kind of puffy. I mean, he's a little probably puffy, red under all that makeup. Well, he's bad. It says Pete. I mean, it says Pete. I'm really afraid he's going to sue us now. <laughs> I'm just getting less and less confident as we Well, go we'll just on. go back in and we'll change all the names to like Pat Reese. Who? Pat Reese? Pat Reese. A famous baseball player for the Cincinnati Rods. Also, um, they had a roast of him in 2010 at the Hollywood Casino in Lawrenceburg. They like and like a pig. What? No, they made like a they made fun of him, like we're doing. But it was his friends, and then he cried and said, "I'm sorry, I disrespected baseball." Wow. And then everyone got uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and the Cincinnati Enquirer said it felt completely unscripted, completely sincere, and very powerful. Bad I now. had covered Rose for more than 25 years and hadn't ever heard him like that. Crying like a little baby who said that he corked his bats and bet on his team. Wow. He did say, I bet on my team every night. I didn't bet on my team four nights a week. I bet on my team to win every night because I love my team. I believe my team. Look, that's, that's cool. That's why that's... I bet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I actually... So sure. that's the thing that I think is interesting about it. Clearly, I think the idea exists that he's banned from baseball because he bet on his team. Because the idea is like you could... Bet on and lose. Well, you could be throw like, the game. Yeah, you could bet on them to lose and be like throw the game. Yeah, but which is clearly, and I think that's where the controversy of people wanting to be him to be reinstated, wanting him to not be banned, wanting him to get into the Hall of Fame, is that he wasn't doing that. He never threw the game. That's he true. really believed in his team and just wanted to make more money on top of it. Yeah, you know what would like, be that's a go- such you a- you know what a great way of really believing in something and wanting to make more money on top of it 
What? Unionizing. Unionized baseball? Yes. Now there's an idea. Because, I mean, Pete Rose made plenty of fucking money. But, like, in general, the owners of those teams make infinitely more money than the actual players. But I feel like, one, Pete Rose is probably not a fan of unions. I mean, Pete Rose is like... He's definitely confederate. (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely like, I don't know, he's not like roughneck, like, 70s, like, drank 20 beers a day. Was good at sports. Uh, so fucking cocky that he bets on his own team. I mean, here's what I'll say. If you think that Pete Rose betting on baseball is disrespecting the sport of baseball, you should listen to me talk about the sport of baseball because it's bad. It's a bad sport. No one should ever fucking watch it. I don't know why we gave so much money to the fucking Cincinnati Reds to build this bad stadium and the banks next to it is garbage. It's just fucking utter waste of space. You know, there's so many much more better things we could do with that money than to build uh, fucking the Holy Grail Tavern where somebody can pay five bucks to get a bucket full of Long Island iced tea or whatever and throw up on to 20 of their best friends. The bad sport. Wait, how much does a bucket cost? I don't. Them? I'm picking a number out of midair. You think <laughs> it's, no it's, more d- it's definitely definitely more than five dollars? Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be a deal. I got a five dollar bucket of Long Island iced tea at like a dive bar in Oxford, Ohio. So I would like to go to there. You did go to there. That was oh, we, why was I not drinking that? That you definitely were. Oh, I don't remember. That was this. this <laughs> That's fun. No, I probably had a good night then. Oh, I do remember going to that bar because we were like, what? I was like 22. Yeah. And I remember looking around and being like, I'm one of the oldest people here. Yeah. Oh, so they're just cool with underage drinking? Nice, Oxford. Yeah, it's Oxford. <laughs> uh, we won't say the name of the bar. I, I don't remember the name of the bar. It was subterranean. That's all I remember. Okay. I do remember that it was underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> last thing about Pete Rose. Do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? Oh. Yes. Yes? Yeah. The official one? Yeah. I think he should be there, but I think he should be in stockades. <laughs> and people can come keep in there. Yeah. yeah. People can come and throw tomatoes at him. I like that condition. <laughs> All right. He could be in the If Hall he of wants fame. it that bad, he can have it. And he has to do it till he dies. Then when he dies, they stuff him. Yeah. Or like make a wax. And then keep him there. Make a wax. Why tomatoes? It should just be baseballs. That would hurt. I don't want him to get hurt. Oh, okay. I just want him to get kind of gross and nasty. <laughs> uh, get get that boy stinky. Well, he doesn't do that because apparently he still makes a million dollars a year just from being Pete Rose. Yeah, that sounds about he right. He could just go anywhere and be Pete Rose. Any, anytime you buy a rosé, that goes to him. The wine's named after him. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> he recently was in an open uh, or not open recently. relationship. It, yeah, in 2010. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I want to close on this because it's what? like it's sad. And it's why things. I don't know. I, I don't think things are going to get better for Pete Rose. Um, after while separating from his second wife in 2010, he began an open relationship with Kiana Kim. A Playboy model. They had a reality show called Pete Rose Hits and Misses. 
but it's Mrs. like MRS. <laughs> yeah. On TLC that started in January 2013. Uh, that moment was dedicated to Patrick Smith, by the way, who has the world's best like groan like that. Pat, I know you're out there listening somewhere. Thanks, Pat. Uh, they got engaged in 2011. In 2014, for the Super Bowl, they appeared in a Skechers ad. Okay, Skechers is still around, huh? And, well, researching this topic... They got divorced. I found an article from April 23rd of this year where his estranged wife, which is not Kiana. Apparently him and Kiana... Kim are somehow doing fine. This is his wife that he left years ago. Yes. Um, says that he is still a high stakes gambler. That he's still that he he, he lost more than three hundred thousand dollars gambling. Wow. But you know, he makes a million a year, so P Rose is probably fine. Gambling's bad, man. Gambling's not good. It, it resulted in Michael Jordan's dying. Michael Jordan's dead now. Michael Jordan died? Yeah, because of gambling. When did this happen? Like <laughs> Space Jam 2? In your spec script for yes. Space Jam? Yes. <laughs> they come back, so they have to go yeah, with LeBron well, it's James got LeBron ja- Yeah, it's LeBron James playing, and Michael Jordan bets on the game, and LeBron James loses. And so they kill Michael Jordan? Well, he he gets he becomes destitute. And he dies on the street. Because it's what happens. When you gamble. Yeah, this is a... No, no, this... I, let me... I don't want this to be like a gambling... Like, this is, this is more about, like, how we don't have the stuff to take care of our people. Mm-hmm. And less about how, like, your, your individual failings will kill you. Take care of your people. Yeah. That's the moral. That's the moral of the story. That was a, a theme. I I want to say like a PSA, but I feel like we should have a spin on it. So like a theme service announcement, a public theme announcement. Uh, PTA. I was thinking. I was thinking TSA. TSA. That's taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll figure it out later. Public anyway. service think Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> There's so much stuff you could do with it. Yeah, they're all bad. Well. What do you want to think? What do you what What do you want people to think about? I want no one to gamble. I want I want to close this by saying I think no one should gamble because it'll ruin your life. If Pete Rose had never gambled, he wouldn't have lost that three hundred thousand dollars. I mean, he might not have made. You know, he could have made so much money. You know, it says he makes a million a year, but he can make like three million if he's gambling and winning. There's no way of knowing how much Pete Rose is just winning and gambling and doing great. Yeah, what I'll say is that people shouldn't gamble, not because, like, you're probably, like, the odds are you're going to lose. That's literally how gambling works. Nobody would make that a business model of, we'll get people to give us money, and if there's any chance that they're more likely to make money than we are, yeah, we would continue to do you know, this. That's nuts. what gambling, gambling is, like, is 
Man, have you been to the Horseshoe Casino? It is literally uh, the most... It's Jack Casino now. Oh, sorry. You're right. Jack Casino. It's the most predatory shit. It's yeah. just it's just I like... I there and it's amazing because... It's, no, it's bad. No, it's bad. It's terrible, but like amazing how terrible it yeah. is. Yeah. Because everything is a scam. Like, it's so cool. In the worst way. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not in favor of this. I'm just blown away by it. Because you go in and you're like, I don't have any money. And then you're like, will you give me money? And they're like, yeah, but it's going to cost you about half the amount of money. I guess she's like, I just want $20 to see what this is all about. And the machine's like, the service fee is $750. And you're like, sick. I should get more out then if I'm going to pay this ridiculous yeah. fee. So then you do. And then you go to the slot machines. And slot machines don't, they're all digital now. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it was a mechanism that made sense at some point, but now it's just you put money in, you press a button, no, you and don't then even you get, lose. You don't even get money at this point. No, like, it, it prints out a receipt. You get, like, a card that yeah. you swipe that's just like, okay, here's how many times you can do this. No, this one was you put cash in, and then you pressed a button, and then you'd lose, but you'd win once, and then it was like, here's a receipt for 12 cents, and you're like... Cool. Okay. And then you can, like, scan it back in or whatever. Yeah, and then then you go to another slot machine, like, do you want to use your 12 cents to pay, play more slots? And you're like, well, I'm not going to walk out of here with a dime and two pennies. Right. Like, I think all you need to know about gambling and how fucked up of, like, a, a, a like predatory practice it is, is that if you are the kind of person that is like, I'm going to learn how to count cards so that I can put the odds just not better, like... You you don't become an expert gambler if you can count cards. It just slightly increases your chances, and even then, they're still like, "No, that's you can't do that. Get the fuck out." Like that's all you need to know. It's yeah. a bad it's a bad system. The only time that it's okay is the only like, time it's fine is if you have a brother that's really good at counting things. You're talking about Rain Man. You're describing the plot to Rain Man. I think. Yes, I was going for a Rain Man joke. Yeah. Just keep it Cincinnati. Yeah, it's true. He does have to get his underwear at Kmart. Kmart. Judge. Not Judy. Who's the other one that people watched back then? Reinhold. Nope. (laughs) Actually, that's true. People did watch Judge Reinhold movies back then. But gambling is bad. The Reds are bad. Baseball is bad. We're going to be launching a a movement on theme to get uh, Pete Rose in the... Stockade in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So they're going to have to build a separate wing. We, he's not going to be in, inducted into the Hall of Fame, but he will be physically, uh, like, He'll be impris- imprisoned <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. It's going to be a padded room with a large window. It's, <laughs> what do they call that? It's a two-way, two-way mirror. You know that scene in Space Jam where, like, the, the, um, the alien... That's voiced by Danny DeVito envisions Michael Jordan losing the basketball game, and so he's going to keep him on the planet and like chains so that little alien kids can come up and dunk on Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's going to be that, that, but with Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame up in Youngstown, Ohio. He should have like a baseball bat that every single time he picks it up, it shocks him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to make one of those, but if they can cork a bat, they can sure make it electrocute you. Sure. Well, that's about all I have to say about Pete Rose. Got, are we done with just the end of the episode? I guess we've run out of Pete Rose. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was just trying to go out of my comfort zone, and I regret it. No, that's good. That's good. Number 14, Hit King, Big Red Machine. Uh, he got pile drive three times. 
He you should get power dropped a couple more. Filed a defamation suit for someone claiming that he had committed statutory rape. Uh, what was that information in? What the statutory rape thing? It's on a radio show. The attorney, but but like that guy had to have a source, right? Yeah, he's a lawyer. Okay. Well, he's always have sources. I didn't read that much. That was the last thing I read after I researched all the numbers. My notes were entirely numbers. And then that was weird. Yeah, you had to convert it back into and, like yeah. alphanumerics. It was binary. Yeah, it's bizarre. All right, you got things to plug? Um, the radio show, the Fire Escape on Radio Artifact. It airs every Saturday at 5 p.m. It's a mix of music and anecdotes on a theme. Hosted by myself and Sammy Burroughs. Uh, the episode that just came out that we released this weekend uh, was... We tried to do clean hip-hop. We just wanted to find rap songs that like didn't have anything dirty in it. Don't and so we both... So I didn't have to add in it. Just so fresh. So and fresh then, so clean, clean. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of sneaky little words that popped up in almost every song. Huh. Um, so the instrumentals, like I had to remove like shit from so many songs, and it doesn't mark it well, as shit's, explicit. Is shit a, yeah, shit's not an explicit. You're not supposed to say it on the radio, though. Oh, really? Apparently. Um, Can so you guys just, say it on Radio Artifact? You just no, play a bunch of Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. no, Sam had a really good idea, which like I thought she played like Nas. Nas, 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 um, which that one was Nas, which was the most editing. She also played two instrumentals, which was smart, and then something that was, um, it was so DJ like what DJ Shadow introducing Land of the Loops and um, MF Doom, and then uh, she also had the song that Tone Loke performs in Fern Gully when he's the lizard. The song, If I'm Gonna Eat Somebody, It Might As Well Be You. Which, it's good to pick a <laughs> children's movie mm-hmm. rap. Uh, yeah, that's why you guys... I mean, Space Jam was a children's movie. I keep talking about that film. I need to stop. I did Children's Story by Slick Rick, which is was one of mine. Which is not dirty. But it is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, that's it, though. I don't really have a lot going on. Cool. What about what about you guys? I got nothing. 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 Yeah. Nothing. I mean, I I don't want to talk about it, but my my band's got a show at Urban Artifact on the 29th. Ooh. Um, with some uh, people that I'm really excited to play with, uh, Drew Joseph, uh, Maggie, and uh, who's the third? Uh, Sweet Pablo. Uh, and then on the 4th, which is like literally less than a week later, we'll be playing at Listing Wound with um, our buddies from Chicago, Arthur, with two H's. Um, they're very good. They put out an album earlier this year. That's really good. Um, Maggie will also be playing with us again. Um, and I think there's a fourth person on that bill, uh, Dean Moore from Indianapolis. So that'll oh, be cool. That'll be cool. We had some from Indianapolis. Yeah, it's gonna be cool because people that really have not like I don't honestly know that much about it. So cool to play with people. Hey, you're not. I know Jeff's like listen to him or whatever. So, but pretty excited for that. That'll be cool. Heck yeah, I'll be there. 
the fuck? All right, let's, let's get it. Let's, let's, get let's, let's, let's end Put it. on your... This, we came here to make jokes and... What's the thing? We came here to make jokes, not friends. So don't fuck with us. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Done. <laughs> Leave. Shut this shit off.